Yeah, dude. Hello, and welcome to the Waking Up From Work podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. <laughs> no, there's always like a break. My neighbors are getting on it. And all of these haze in here, Zach, are actually me, even though it sounds like a girl voice, too. Ready? Hey, welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. This is episode eight. Things are getting real. We got Ryan Kerrigan back in the picture. He made me sad last week. Sorry, dude. Um, I was feeling real lonely in here, dude. I was Skyping <sighs> I felt with bad. Greg. I felt bad, dude. I couldn't be here, but I definitely couldn't be here, so apologies. But uh, life stuff does come up, as we know. So I mean, it worked out because Greg felt comfortable enough to wear no shirt, and I was in... I had shorts on, but there were some pretty cruddy shorts. Nice. I didn't have to dress up for nobody, dude. It's fantastic. You know what I mean? I'm not dressing up for Greg, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Greg. Yeah, no, we talked. Um, Greg and I talked. We we go way back um, going throughout college and kind of getting prepared for the real hustle and, and preparing and everything like that. And uh, so we talked a lot just about our relationship where – kind of having like a teammate that's in the hustle like we are like mm-hmm. all of our guests like greg is that person where like i always call him i'm like dude like today i'm getting shit done or dude today i was a piece of shit i'm like, losing my mind both today. involving shit but one of them like which way <laughs> you know um is something you want to tell us dave yeah, yeah no a big old <laughs> but but we talked about kind of like the gushy side of it of like hey you need to communicate you need to mm-hmm. communicate with like-minded people and you need to surround yourself with people that think and act the way that that align with your goals. Mm-hmm. And that's not like saying like ditch your friends or like anything like that. But like if you don't have people that are also ultimately motivating you while you're motivating back and reciprocating that mm-hmm. and so true. reciprocating Absolutely. the bad vibes, you know, getting them out of there, then that's kind of what Greg and I talked about was like that – his move down to New York from rural New Hampshire and all that jazz. This week, um, I have uh, Zach Brennan. He's a friend of mine from fairly, I wouldn't say way back, but fairly back. Yeah. We'll start with <laughs> a moderate amount of back. Moderate amount. Playing like uh, like Paul's Pub. Oh my God. You know? <laughs> Where's <Jeez. that? laughs> That's in with Lawrence the Mass. Oh, dude, the motherland. Oh, I was yeah. getting like <laughs> straight up a dive bar. Oh, dude. The, uh, the bartender would get super drunk yes. every show. They got shut down after a bit because of that. Oh, but she, she would always either, hit on us. <laughs> she was either cool with you or she wasn't cool with you. If she and thought you she were was attractive. She was cool with me, but she was not cool with my guitarist. <laughs> it was a very funny relationship. But yeah, Zach and I played uh, a lot of shows with our bands together, so that's oh, kind of yeah. how I met him. Um, Hell yeah, man. He is the founder of Loyal Hearts clothing line and lifestyle brand. He works full-time marketing, and then when he's done marketing, he then goes out and does more marketing <laughs> only for himself. Um, and basically, um, personal and business coaching um, and probably multiple facets, I think, oh, yes. <laughs> um, being kind of the end goal. So I wanted to get Zach involved because he's been part of um, kind of like my past and things that I was doing then. And now I feel like we're very aligned with a lot of the things that we're doing Absolutely. now, too, which is kind of cool. Um, 
so do you want to just run us through some of your background? Like even this is going to be super candid because I just haven't even hit up Zach <laughs> in a while anyway. So this is probably fresh content to me. Absolutely. No, it was definitely a, uh, an eye opener when I see the text from Dave Swillam. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like, Hey man, I'm starting a podcast and <laughs> I want you to be on it. And I was like, hell yes. Um, oh, best feeling. <laughs> it's, it's very like similar to how what some shit with us happened when I was starting to do my stuff, like, you know, get it going. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I just, you know, who do it's I always know? a like, sneak Dave, attack. Oh yeah. You know, you know gotcha. we went to high school together and I seen him up at Plym, you know, here and there. And we, I was like, he's an audio engineer. I'll talk to that. And then it's just like, and he's just like, a month later, man, I'm starting a podcast and I was really Dude. liking what we were talking about the other night when I, and you should be on there. And I was like, I'm there. That was the was, most like, had sneak me attack. Because I, I, I didn't know I was starting a podcast. He just it was texted me. He's like, I think I'm starting a podcast. That's awesome. I was like, yes, dude, you should start a podcast. Then everything was intentional. Yeah. It was weird. That's just, it happens. Yeah, it just it, it it brought back so many memories, and like it will kind of go into the whole background piece. But yeah, I mean, like Dave was saying, we've been in bands probably. Well, I started mine when I was in four, fourteen. Yeah, that I was. For you? I was a late bloomer. Oh, really? Sixteen. <laughs> Sixteen. Okay. Okay. Playing at like clubs that if my parents saw it, they would cry oh god it's like <laughs> i'm frightened for you given your physical health yeah dude i don't seriously. know seriously besides the one almost the diviest one my, my mom is like past some of them and then like she's like didn't you play it that that one time like when you were way young and i was like yeah absolutely and she's like why i feel like a bad parent there, right? i'm like no 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 it was a good thing because like nothing bad happened and i got all the good culture from it mm-hmm so that's good. Yeah. But on just like a, <laughs> on just a way different wavelength by like a little hair away, just horrible things from could have happened. Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flirting with Very close. But hey, you know what? Bill's character. Yeah, it's the grit. <laughs> it is. Exposed. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, my mom's been in digital marketing for banks ever since I was born. And so marketing kind of had like a sort of like an implant in me as at a young age. And when you go into high school, you get to take like one like extracurricular. Mm-hmm. That's a part of your schedule. And marketing was one of them. And honestly, af- after one year, I realized how much marketing has an influence in a business, in a band even, and even just yourself. Mm-hmm. So I Everything. took that all four years of high school. And after that, I realized, because one of the huge things that we watched in marketing was Shark Tank. You guys are familiar with that yes. show? Lord, Shark I Tank. love it, that dude. show so much. Actually, we've binge watching like worst cringy moments of Shark Tank oh the other God. day. There, just watching a lot fools. Of them. Just watching fools, man. Just like, oh, so what man. do you think, Mr. Wonderful? Like, what do, what are we doing here? Can, can we just talk about for a second? Can we depend on you? Each of those people, do you know how much money they make but like per the second? 
Dude. Dude. It's disgusting. My friend was telling me how oh, much Jeff God. Bezos makes. Oh, that's why, they, that's why they, can just like, throw, they can just be like, yeah, I'm going to take a risk on these sock puppets. You know what? I think we can push that <laughs> shit. Because those like, are <laughs> the kind of people who can blow their nose with $100 bills. Exactly. Like, like, they have a hundred <laughs> other investments and just things that they do that are just making them money. <laughs> That are just like, yeah, I'll give you $100,000 for exactly sock puppets. Um, it looks like the sock puppets are not moving very well in your warehouse. <laughs> burn it. Burn it off. Okay, burn the sock puppets. In fact, you know, Let's fill the sock here. puppet factory with $100 million of my own money and then burn it because I can, because <laughs> I have that much money. We should fill it up so it's more concentrated. The fire will burn quicker. <laughs> so that was like a huge piece of that that put me into... Um, that put me into college and after seeing like after watching so many episodes of so Shark many. Tank I was like I would kill to make my own business and mm-hmm. be my own boss because that just seeing all these different ideas I'm just like anyone can come up with anything and it could be a make or break yeah. right so going into college I I've always been a writer, so I took like a minor in writing, and then I also went for like business management. And after one semester, my uh, supervisor was just like, "So, what exactly do you want to do with your life?" And I was just like, "I would kill to make my own business," and literally scrapped everything that I did the first semester and put me into this entrepreneurship program that Middlesex Community College offers. And that was how Loyal Hearts actually started was because pretty much it's just eight to 10 weeks of building a business, whether it be something that you want to do or not, just to kind of get the background of what starting a business is like. That's awesome. And I wish I did that. Yeah, no, because at the end of it, even I'm interested in that. (laughs) at the end of the, the semester, you pitch to actual investors and I was actually the first uh, business that got uh, funding for it in four years of them doing that program. Wow. Damn. Congratulations, dude. That's so that was, that was like the background of how Loyal Hearts actually became a thing. And it just kind of all skyrocketed from there. That so. alone is like the about the maker. Yeah. Like, that's like right there. Like <laughs> it's such a good story for it even kicking off. Cause but, I, I wasn't mm-hmm. even planning on it. I was yeah. going to school for just business management and writing. And then all of a sudden it was just like, yeah, scrap the last classes that you took. You're going to do this now. And good on that guy. Yeah. After, after doing that for a year, um, my financially didn't go through the next year for college. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I mean, I got what I needed out of it. Right. I have this I have this clothing brand started. So, you know, I was doing well at Vans. I became manager at Vans. Um, worked six years of retail oh, yeah. to get me to where Dude, I am. Dude, retail now. hardens you. Dude, it yes. does. <laughs> Dude, I feel like everybody needs to work in retail or mm. in like a human service. Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. It, it does just like, so much. Just you gotta grow. Because and you get a, you get a different understanding of the public mm-hmm. in in good and bad ways. Yes, like how to interact in it, and also how to be like appreciative of the yep. infrastructure that's set up and the way that it's there to to cater to what has to happen for you to do what you do, mm-hmm. and because also the negative of like the stuff that is just absurd that is in the functioning society that you're like this cannot be yeah <laughs> part of me. This is insane. See, Dude, like you worked in the deli. We, and when I worked in the, no, seriously, like we worked together. He worked 
in the deli and yep. I worked in the back at a grocery store. Oh yeah. Like where we like in our high school district. And I, I still tell this to people this day, like <laughs> there is nothing worse than a grocery store goer oh. in like Thanksgiving or Christmas time. Oh, like no. literally oh, like you're supposed to have these times that are like, yeah, people are all about giving and gratitude and it's it's the time for people coming together. It's just like, man, black Friday. Dude, people dude. they get just ooh. You're just like oh, uh, I'll never forget my first Black Friday. I was oh, I was boy. sixteen. I'm working at Journeys. You've never seen anything. That's a ripe like it age before. for a Black Friday. <laughs> I was 16 working the at Journeys. Like, You're going to see some shit tonight. Oh, absolutely. I, I worked the overnight because in New Hampshire, uh, you know, I realized after switching to a Massachusetts retail store um, how messed up the New Hampshire retail is because really? you can work Thanksgiving night. Yeah. Even yeah. though you're supposed to still be with your families, that mall opens up at 6 p.m. Salty. So I had to leave my Thanksgiving dinner at no. 4 o'clock no, no, and no. go to work. That's and when I'm falling asleep, dude. Yeah. That's the time where Dave's crashing on the That's floor. That's when you're like, I had so much in. food. Ow. I'm going to be in a food coma. It's like, dude, but my pants are undone at that point. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I was just Whoa. like, all right, time for work. <laughs> Full as hell. And um, oh, yeah, I, I got there. And I worked from 6 p.m. to 12 p.m. the next day. Brutal. And I was just hyped off Red Bull, but I'll never forget the sound. We were right by the service entrance, and people would come in from there. As soon as those doors opened, it sounded like a freaking stampede just running through, and we were just like... What are we going to do? What is happening? <laughs> you are just watching a spectacle. It's like the movie 300. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's <laughs> like they're blotting out the sun. <laughs> and that one over there is making a shiv. Yep. Out of those shoelaces at the van store. <laughs> but you, you, um, after working, especially retail for that long, you gain like an understanding and it kind of goes back to the whole music industry. Like you see a celebrity uh, out in the street. And you try and walk up to them, just like, oh, can I get a picture? And like, they're just like, no. And all of a sudden, that person is now deemed like a jerk, right? Because he wasn't appreciated to his fans. But, but how like, many times did that happened to him that in day. the past exactly. twenty minutes? Yeah. But it's just like, yo, he's just a human being. Mm-hmm. So who knows? He might be having a bad day. He just like wanted his personal space. Could go. You could be going somewhere. So yeah. Like, dude, so it's I the same, be it's the same thing with like a uh, yeah with like a retail worker, a, a, anyone in the food industry. It's just like if he's being super dry or she's being like super like standoffish, she might just be having a bad day. But she's still gonna work. She's still gonna make money. Right. She's still gonna do her job for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're not. With a smile, just like, hey, how's it going? Is there anything I can do for you? If you're not doing that to someone, you're just you're just automatically a jerk. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. They can't all be best friends with each other. <laughs> Man. And I kinda honestly working that long, um, just talking to random strangers and helping them with their like figuring out an outfit or like now I'm helping people in telecom, uh, marketing a telecom service. And I'm now helping these people like save money, get better service, and same thing. Just I I go to talk to someone and they're having a bad day, they don't want to talk to me. I can now be just like you know what, whatever. Mm-hmm. As there's plenty more people I can go talk to and help. 
Just um, like on my worst day, would I want to be talking to somebody? Exactly. About my <laughs> communication right now. Like, I'm not saying like I don't want to talk about that. It's just like right now, it's just not the best. Yeah, exactly. It's humanizing. Like, puts absolutely. But yeah, so now, now I'm doing that, and then I'm had loyal hearts going for about a year or two. And we went to do our third launch and it just didn't do as well as I wanted it to. Right. Um, I thought that, you know, these designs. So let me do a little background on what Loyal Hearts is actually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Before we go more into that. So Loyal Hearts is I've been straight edge for about, I think I'm coming up on 10 years and I have this special, the special one article of clothing that Everyone that I see, anyone that passes by me is just like, that sweatshirt's dope. And when I tell them it comes from, uh, you know, straight edge worldwide, everyone's like, oh, it's a straight edge piece of clothing. I'm not straight edge myself, so I can't wear that. And I'm like, uh, why not? Why? Yeah, why not? Right. Like, and they're just like, oh, like I'd feel awkward. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter if you're not straight edge yourself. Like, right. one, it's supporting a great great clothing brand it's supporting uh like it's not like it's a terrible lifestyle it's actually like a positive lifestyle right yeah, and yeah. you know it's just it's just an article of clothing like that's what i'm saying like even deal? even like bar any of that mm. it's just, just like dude it's just a sweatshirt yeah exactly like, it's just a sweatshirt with a design <laughs> if you, you like, like it, it wear it like that's I just like if you meg's, don't like it, take it meg's off. mom when we moved out she left a despised icon sweatshirt at her house that has like eyeballs popping out and stuff we came back like one time and like we were shopping with her and she had like the sweatshirt on and we're like you know that that's like a deathcore band right and also there's like eyes popping out and she's like but i love this thing i love lime green i just love it and we're like okay right on keep she's that thing, on, man. There, all right it. it's like, <laughs> yeah man teach his own you know <laughs> do it man so right off the bat, like I, I was like, there, there shouldn't be this, you know, divide. separation and divide. Mm-hmm. I feel like there needs to be a bridge for that gap. So I made loyal hearts on, you know, a lot of people don't even know what straight edge is. So I want to make this brand that will get straight edge more out there because anyone can wear it. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be awesome clothes with a background that is straight edge. That right. to, and that has to do with you and your brand. Exactly. As a person. Yeah. So, you know, I've made these, these three designs and I put them up for pre-order and it only got like three, three orders in a couple months. And I was like, something's not right here. Right. So I kind of been working over the last year to kind of restructure loyal hearts and in this time of restructuring, my friend came up to me and was just like, dude, how did you start like your own business? And we were earlier that day talking about like, you know, my guitarist, whenever he talks about guitar, his eyes just like light up and he just has this passion. And it's so awesome hearing someone talk about something that they're passionate about. And we were just like, man, like, I wish I I don't know what that thing is for me. Like I love yes. music. I'm passionate about music, but I don't know if I talk about it the way that he talks about it. Right. So when he asked me like how do you start your own business and I just went on this like 2 hour tangent and he was like I can start my business tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He was just like dude, thank you so much that helped. And he was like I think you found your thing. 
And I was like, wait, seriously? He's like, yes, like you could easily be helping people start their own businesses. So that was when I got into like the whole business coaching and love it. Yeah, just my also I kind of tied it into personal and like life coaching because my mindset and especially on how businesses should be run yep. are more like positive and it's like also comes down to how you are as a person and 100%. how your mindset is. Absolutely. And it kind of ties into like how someone should be on an everyday how basis. How do you see the adversities that your business faces? Exactly. Is it an issue and it's someone else's fault mm-hmm. and it's not a good thing that mm-hmm. like, or like as shitty as something is on the planet, mm-hmm. is it there because that's just part of the hustle and you're getting something ultimately from it? It's like, the mindset in in you as a person, like everything's got to be there, man, for mm-hmm. you to go after it. You can't be coming from a place where, you know, you're not cool with yourself or you're not cool with like your like I always talk about like like where like I kind of came from. And it's like n- not like I have this dark past, like it's really not bad, but it's mm-hmm. just like I tried freelancing without like any budget. So it's like sometimes I'm I'm there and financially I I can't think about anything creative because I'm worried about like how am I yeah <laughs> surviving this <laughs> week and it's like just all these little things you just need to have it there to be functioning on your flow state like all the time mm-hmm. and I think that that's all part of it is like exactly. the way that you organize your life and the way that you organize your time and then think about things in outlook all plays in directly to how your business runs because all of that will bleed back into it. Like even before the show, we were talking about like if I'm having a negative lull in where I'm at because of just Mm -hmm. what's going on at work, what's Mm -hmm. going on with my workouts, whatever it is, it bleeds back into the art or vice versa. Like if you're coming off like a peak state and you're like, I absolutely am fueled with energy right now, even though I worked 14 hours because it was 14 hours of like something I'm pure passion mm-hmm. and I, yep. and I balled it out, <laughs> you know, then you, you, you reciprocate that back into your relationship or your downtime or just everything. It just goes back out that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And then on that, like, I think the third perspective would be like, you know, is this something that's, well, we, you were kind of sp- like speaking towards like, is this something that's kind of happening to me? Um, like in terms of like whatever your business is or the comings and goings of things. Yeah. But then it kind of gives you the point of, well, is this me? Is there something, you know, um, that I need to be doing more right now? Like where are my deficits? Is there something more that I could be learning? Like if, right. if my launch isn't going the way that I want it, like, is there something that I could have done better or can de- can do next time or change up? Like, can I change? Was my marketing off? Like, I think when you t- start to take the responsibility and put the ball into your court a little yep. bit too, as much as you can, like, well, keeping a realistic scope, like that's what keeps the power in your hands. And then ultimately like exactly. still starts to f- like feel the motivation. I found that like any times that I'm like kind of in a downswing, kind of like I, I am right now I'm at my lowest like motivation point. It's like when I feel like I, ha- um, the responsibilities out of my hand or my ability to do something is out of my control. And so right. you kind of feel like things are happening to you instead of you having a say in what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like going back to the equal keeping the equilibrium and the balance between that and like, the way that you think about it and change your perspective on it too is absolutely like vital. Yeah. And so I wanted to ask you, Mm -hmm. um, like kind of on branching off of that, like what, 
what were the steps that you took after like the launch wasn't so hot, like in terms of reevaluating and uh, like, you know, where, where does it, do I go from here? Like, do I let this kind of fall off? Mm-hmm. Do I concentrate more on the, my coaching? Like, yeah. kinda, how's your, how's your mind and how's your process? It, it kind of worked hand in hand because the business and personal coaching goes on, you know, you're setting up goals for yourself and you're setting up a plan, you're organizing everything. And say your three month goal is, I want to be working out like four or five times a week. And you get to three months and you're still only working out like two to three. It's like, okay, why am I only working out two to three times a week? Mm -hmm. And, you know, how did I get to this point and what can I do differently to get to this point in another month? Mm. Um, so it kind of worked out that way. And I was kind of just like, all right, what didn't people like about these designs? What like was my marketing off? Like you were saying, um, should I be putting, pushing more on like, you know, Facebook, Instagram or so on and so forth and kind of just take a look at, you know, what was working, what wasn't working. And then, fix what wasn't working and take a sidestep and say, okay, now I'm going to try this and take these steps to get to where I want to go. Um, and after, I think after a couple months of stopping posting about Loyal Hearts, people started asking about it and it was just like, okay, well, like what happened? Like I actually really liked Loyal Hearts and I was just like, it just wasn't getting to where I wanted to go with it. Um, but it sort of made me like, opened up my eyes and I started going to these people that were asking about it and going to these people that supported it a hundred percent. And we were just like, what would you want to see from us? And what would like, what would uh, you like from it? What it goes back to the people that are going to your business and coming to your services mm-hmm. and just sort of took it from there. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to start trying this and I'm going to start doing this from now on. And that's sort of been my whole, you know, path on bringing loyal hearts back and also what I do for the coaching mm-hmm. it all ties hand in hand. I was about to say, it sounds like you get a pretty good like feedback, like one goes into the other kind of type deal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I talk to people about that a lot. My sister was talking to me, uh, she's 17 and she wants to be like an interior designer. And I'm just like, first of all, if you kind of even have an inkling of what you know what to do and you're 17 years old, like you are already so far ahead of everybody oh, else. It's yes. wild. <laughs> and, I was just telling, I was like, you have to just be educated, like mm-hmm. as educated as possible. Like you have to ask really good questions and just start cultivating. Absolutely. Like really like I just start asking really, really good questions and being good at finding information. Especially if she has that passion already. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's something that if you can start early, like you were saying, like you're already so far ahead of it's half the battle. That's like even people are age. Yeah. I, know. And I was like, this and is older dude. I was like, questions you're asking me right now are like questions that I started asking myself when I was like 24. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. Like I just started kind of like incorporating <laughs> this into my own like scope of reality and mm. putting it towards the things that I want to do. So like good fuck on you. Right. Yeah. It's about like, like, when you find that passion and you're like, you're like, you're like my eyes lit up or what, like that's the time you're like, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Then it's like having like a realist side to it. Like what, like for instance, like I guess to make it easier for me to talk about it, like my sister is going to school right now. She wants to open up a dance studio. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
me being like smack dab in the middle of like me going after my thing like i was like i fucking i absolutely know what this hustle is like and i i just sat down and talked to her i was like i want to say nothing to discourage you from what you're about to go after but i want you to take it seriously right now that Mm. if you want to go after it that's awesome and you can 100 percent do it but like I want to let you know about all the things that you're going to run into right now going after it. And this is what it will take. It's you need, yeah. you need both to be realistic in the sense that you know that it, it, it can be achieved. It's going to be challenging. You can't tell yourself, no, I can't have that business. I can't start this idea. I can't do that mm-hmm. because that's bullshit. Yeah. You, it's not finances. It's not whatever it is that you come up with. It's always just this, you know, lie that's given to anyone that goes against the grain that you can't do it. That's bullshit for anyone right Mm -hmm. away. But you have to be real enough to say, I can do it, but it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean that I'm just going to walk out of school and then go to be opening my (laughs) dance studio. It's not happening that way. It's going to be so much harder than where you were just at. It's it's like, it's unfathomable sometimes. Yeah. But if you have the passion and you just align with it, and then you're willing to put that work in, it will happen. And just like set good habits too. Right. Yeah, like it, the thing, I, I think people get really hung up on the idea of passion and it's good to have passion. Um, I think it's a good fuel to have. And it's like, it's a very honest and true. And that's why people connect with passion so much. Passion, you can really burn out with passion too. Right. Like you can really be overstimulated and like way too revved and hyped off of it. And it's something that if not coupled and buttressed by good habits and like yes. discipline structure like it's a fi- it's a firecracker it just mm-hmm. and then boom it's like it's out like a light after that yeah. i read damn i wish i knew what i read it from i'm not helping anyone out here no i read um something Paraphrase. recently and it basically said that like motivation is awesome but if you depend on motivation to deliver your results it will yield downtimes mm-hmm. because you need to put content out and work on things 100% of the time. And you're not going to be motivated 100% of the time. No, it's just real not. life. Yeah. So the only way to do it is behaviors and habits that are in place in the sense that you have to do them because that's just how you do the thing. Mm-hmm. And then that when you have that motivation kick in, then all of a sudden it's friggin' game time because now you're fueled while you already have everything in place to keep you doing what you're supposed to do. And then you have that extra bump and that will be even higher than you normally would be at but that's exactly what you're saying right now is like passion like Mm -hmm. yeah and even so like you know i feel people get too caught up in passion a lot of the time because you could be passionate about something but be absolutely terrible at it yeah and if you're you could be passionate about something and it's like you shouldn't do this as a career yeah, exactly. Or you really shouldn't start a business. Well, about one, this. Of, one of my like biggest models to go off of, especially in the coaching, is okay. What are you good at? Because what you're good at is what is going to make you the money for the hustle of mm-hmm. what you're passionate about. Right. That's why I work full time at this marketing firm because I'm good at sales. I'm good at marketing. I'm good with customer service. So I work with all these customers to help make me the money for, you know, the business Mm -hmm. and and personal coaching, for the marketing, for my social media influencing, for my bands. Like, that's what's making me the money for the things that I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. and want to do with my life. But I feel like a lot of people, like if you're, especially parents, parents are what kind of set 
the tone, especially for people at a young age, like you were saying, your sister's talking about this at 17. Think of if she came to the parent at five, six years old, and it's just like, I want to do interior decorating, but she's terrible at it. And the parent keeps saying over and over again, just like, oh, oh yeah, you're, you're so good at it. <laughs> like, you're, you're amazing. Like, keep at it. Right. And then they grow right. up and they're just like, wow, I'm actually terrible at this. I'm not going <laughs> to get anywhere with this. But now I just wasted all of this time to, mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. And now I've... You told like, me you liked what I did in the living exactly. room. Exactly. You told me it was good. <laughs> there so are like, zebra yeah, stripes out there. there. And I was not going for modern. This is bullshit. <laughs> and now they have no other like aspirations or hobbies or anything because they just or wasted skills. all this time. Exactly. Or skills in general. So I feel like the enforcing on, you know, on these passions when they're actually something that you're good at or if you're good at something, you can spend the time to practice and get good. But if you're hounding on this one thing over and over again, and you're not actually good at it, mm. and you're just wasting all of this time, put all the eggs in the basket. So exactly. Yep. Like now, now you're just shit out of luck. When all of a sudden, five years down the road, and just like, well, I what do I what do I do now? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like when you had that launch, mm. you reverted immediately to asking the customers, exactly. like, what is it that has to happen instead of being like. This is what has to happen, mm-hmm. and then or you stupid don't know. customers don't like my they're, brand. Like, they're the ones yeah. that are going to tell you. Exactly. They're going to tell you if you're really good at something. They're saying, "Dude, like Zach, you're really good at this. You should do this." Mm-hmm. Then you know if you keep hearing that, you're like, "Well, I should do this." It's exactly. like, this guy's been buying my clothes since we started, so like, I should maybe listen to you him. Should <laughs> listen to <laughs> it. Yeah. Like, and and it's opinion. also good to have like those friends that told me it was just like, "Okay, well, like." what was I doing that you liked and what was I doing that you didn't like? And if they just kept on telling me, just like, oh, you were doing everything perfectly fine, just keep trying. It's like, well, if I keep trying, like, I'm going to keep getting the same result. It's the definition of crazy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, if I keep trying and Expect hoping for a different, a different result, result then... It's like actual madness. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to get anywhere with this. So mm-hmm. tell me, what were you... Like, sure, tell me what what I was doing that you liked, but at the same time, like... What should I do differently? Like, what didn't you like that yeah, I did, what or what would at? what would you say that I should try instead that you would enjoy from from this clothing line? Right. And you know, after getting all of that, after compiling all of this that, like stuff, then now I can come back a hundred times stronger, and you know, we'll find out this time if that's going to work, and do the same thing over again. Just like, okay, if that didn't work, or if it did work, what did I do to get there? Should I keep doing it or try something new? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like all this too sounds like, you know, something I wanted to ask is it sounds like all like transferable skills. And I was just curious as to like, cause you obviously work on, you know, you work in a business and then you work on your own stuff and then you work in a creative endeavor, you know, mm-hmm. kind of three different fields, so yeah. to speak. Uh, I, I talked to, you know, going back to my sister and I talked to people just in general about like, it's not about being a good ex plumber, uh, interior designer, whatever. It's about being a good, successful person who does X or Y or Z. Absolutely. And so I was yep. kind of curious as like the characteristics or the transferable skills that you've cultivated that have allowed you to be successful across like a multivariant, like kind mm. of like way of looking at it. Like, yep. what do you think is like the things that you've cultivated the most? Um, honestly, so it all kind of, dials back to the life and personal coaching and honestly what we were talking about before we even started the podcast is just one is 
you know, surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Mm. I'm a firm believer in, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. Yeah. So if you surround yourself with people who are successful, motivated, passionate about something, um, like aspiring, then you're going to get and cultivate and also, you know, um, mimic those you know, those traits and those mm-hmm. characteristics. And it's so much easier to, you know, go after something when you're surrounded by positive people. If you're surrounded by negative people, they're just going to drag you down. Yep. And you're going to gain that mindset and, you know, be super unmotivated. To to, yeah, yeah. You're going to, you're going to be what super What is the unmotivated. phrase? It's like the rising tide brings up all ships. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Something along those lines. Yeah. Someone's going to get super pissed on the podcast. They're going to write in the video. This is like, what it is. You Dave. totally botched you that. All your metaphors. I hate it. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> all my statistics, all Dude, my metaphors, all my a, like. That is wrong. The internet is a deep, deep, deep. It's oh, rough. Yeah. It's rough. And that's another. That can tie into it too. Just don't listen to what you hear on the internet <laughs> because well, I mean, you're going to get people that love what you do and you're going to get people that you hate what you do. Right. And it, it ties into what I was just saying, you know, you can take f- from it just like, you know, this person doesn't like this that I'm doing. But at the same time, if like there are more people that are saying, Hey, I love that you're doing this, mm. that one person, you're not going to please everyone in the world. Well, just yeah. That's like one thing saying, yeah. that I, 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 drilled into my mind in music in loyal hearts and everything you're not going to please everyone impossible it, it's, it's totally literally impossible, impossible. Yeah, you really um, want to pewdiepie is a great example yeah you know he is now at what 60 65 million subscribers now crazy. he has so many people who are looking at his stuff but you know why he's only getting 7 10 15 million views on his videos is because only 7, 10, 15 million people out of the 65 million people that subscribe to him like that topic, like that, you know, mm. like what he was doing in that video. But he can't please all 65 million with one topic. No, right, he does right. so many different things yep. that, you know, that's where he got those people from is that he did something that, you know, related to that person that that person liked, they subscribe, but not all of his videos are going to be about that one thing. He would not be where he is today right. because of that. He's right. appealing to like a large audience. Exactly. So, you know, I, I realized after making music and after, you know, loyal hearts that you're not going to please everyone. And if you are pleasing the people that you want to please and are doing something like, you know, I love the music that I make, then you know, I'm going to keep on with that because, you know, people enjoy it. I enjoy it. So mm-hmm. put two and two together. And that's a part of the creative <laughs> process too. It's just yeah. like, if you're not liking or like feeling connected it's crazy. or if you're not getting some kind of like benefit out of what it is that you're doing in a creative manner, then like to me, at least in my personal philosophy of like doing creative stuff, like you're just, there's not a point to you. No, doing there, that there's that no point. passion behind yeah. it. It's going to be half-assed and people are going to see that. People yeah. are going to hear that. People are going to notice Mm-hmm. And it's like, it says something too about, I, mean, I wanted to tie this back into, you know, when you were talking to your original base of people who, you know, supported your company, it's like important. And I, I was like, wow, that's commendable is that you, not only do you really appreciate the things that the loyal customers and that the people who are there from the start mm. are willing to tell you, but then you also really appreciate like the not so good stuff that they're willing to say. It's like, okay, so yeah, what what was I doing that? If you I if like? I was only hearing yeah. good things from that, and that's like there's a part of being challenged. Yeah, it's just like 
oh man, I just heard something that was kind of against what it is that I was already doing before. Mm. And then like your reevaluation stage that comes after that. Yeah. And the ability, like you kind of see it in, you know, like in kids, like high school kids, like the inability to see, even I would even say mostly in college people now, Mm. which kind of sucks to hear. Mm. But like the inability to want to come at things from another angle or perspective or hear something outside the realm of what it is that you already know, like the cognitive dissonance starts to kick in and you're just like, oh man, some new, some new information's coming in. Cause it's like, I feel like it's one thing to hear something new, a new idea, a new perspective, somebody saying something about you, whatever it is you may be that like, you know, you're like, Oh, you know, dude, that guy was talking out of his ass or like that was Mm, bullshit or whatever he came in with was just, it was just babble. Like, I don't even need to chew on that, but it's one thing when, you know, like I learned this when I was like learning how to debate, like in college, Yeah, it's one thing, like there is nothing that like off puts you more than somebody who says something that you utterly disagree with, but you're just like, Oh man, I cannot contend with that. Like, he just told me how wrong I was and I, I disagree with it, but like, I, I don't like, I can't come up with a reason yeah. why. And like, that's a, that's a hard thing to do. And it there's is. a lot of people, I think this meet like, like you said, you know, you can dismiss it, but I feel like there's people who at Wall. a time, at a single time where it's just like, you might've needed to take that on the chin or like take that as like a growing point mm-hmm. to push your business your relationship, your who you are as a person in a new direction. And you choose you decide and, and you chose to dismiss it and mm. turn the other way. And it could have made you better. And it yeah. didn't. <laughs> and so that's like I, I feel like that's at least what I took out of, you know, that interaction. No, absolutely. Because I, I mean, like I was saying, like I was about to say, it's like if you are only hearing good things but you're not succeeding, mm. then Either they're a complete liar, yeah, right. or you're just a complete failure. Right. And it's kind of, it's, <laughs> it's sort like of, who's usually wrong? Like a large group of people who were buying your things before and are no longer <laughs> buying your shit before, or like or, or you as the person. single person. It's just like all these people are fucked, and I'm yeah. completely fine. They're all wrong. <laughs> so you guys gotta get your heads checked. I mean, my sock puppets just, are great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got ca- the I don't care if they time. didn't move. It's the wrong market. We should have hit Japan. <laughs> <laughs> At the, at the same time, it's sort of taking a good blend of both of them. Just like, okay, yeah, like I may disagree with what this person is is saying, but also taking into consideration what they're saying. Mm. Like, it, it has to be a good blend because if I'm just listening to them, and it could completely go against what the brand stands for, then why am I going to do this in the first place? But mm. there could be some good characteristics and good like yeah, you know assets to what that yeah. that you know, problem was that I wasn't doing that they wanted to see. And also at the same time, like what I was doing wrong. And if I wanted to change what I was doing wrong, like not in a whole sense, obviously, like, cause like we were saying, you know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome, mm. but like what I was doing wrong, but you know, maybe this was going right out of what I was doing wrong. Right. So it's it's the reevaluation. Like, yeah, is it all wrong? Like, do we throw the weed out with the chaff? Yeah, exactly. Do I throw the whole thing away or (laughs) it's just like, or do we just kind of, you know, get rid of this part? Yeah, exactly. Shave, shave off like the, the the excess fat and kind of just eat the rest of the steak. Hmm. So I I think all this is kind of tying into marketing just by the way of gauging people and reacting to it. Exactly. Definitely a big reason I brought, Zach out here is because a lot of our listeners are either trying to start a business or they're just trying to achieve 
something and all of that takes like a feedback circle mm-hmm. coming back at you and no matter what your passion is that you're trying to achieve to some degree is is understanding how everything is rippling out with people yeah but do you have um whether it's marketing yourself mm-hmm. or marketing your brand do you have any advice that you've learned along the way kind of for building that mm-hmm. kind of like say like you're Jack of all trades. So like before I've come to the Zach Brennan's of the world, mm-hmm. I'm marketing myself and maybe that's not me yet. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have some content that you could give to some of those people to think about or to some different ways of viewing things that maybe it's the, to start thinking that way to. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I would definitely take into consideration, you know, look at like what I was saying before, you know, surrounding yourself with like-minded people, you know, also look at the successful people that are doing like the marketing or especially if it's like a certain niche uh, that you're going after, look at someone that's marketing that and, you know, take into consideration the feedback that they're getting. Um, I believe it's solely on a lot of research on, you know, the people who are consuming and the people who are marketing that stuff anyways. Um, And, you know, don't be afraid to fail. If you like, I tried to make Loyal Hearts a thing and it didn't succeed the first time. Okay. Well, you know, if I didn't fail, I wouldn't know what to do this time to be successful. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people are so afraid to fail and so afraid to uh, get the negative of things, but that's, what's going to help you succeed in the long run. Exactly. If someone, if someone succeeded off the first try, like, you know, they're, they're a genius and they deserve, they deserve everything in the world. But you know, people are so afraid to fail and so afraid to, you know, get told no to get rejected. But if you don't get rejected, you're not going to know and be able to shape what you're doing perfectly. Right. Like, I definitely spend like each morning trying to figure out like what, what will make, what's going to make me feel uncomfortable today. That's a ahead of time before yeah. I've even hit like 8am. I want to know right away, like what, what is it that I can do? And even like in a job that like, I don't care about, mm-hmm. right? Like right now I work like a sales job Yeah, and I'm thinking like, what product can I talk about today that like, I hate talking about it. Like it's always like a yeah. 75%, 75% chance on a no. Mm-hmm. Like I, what, what, what will make me uncomfortable today? Yeah. And I want to hit it before noon. That's mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Always. Same thing, See that that's because then after the phone, that, yeah. there's nothing else that like, who cares about the rest then dude? Like I just did that <laughs> and you're like, all right, I'm I, still breathing person. Yeah. I love telling the people that like, I, I life coach is just like, do something that makes you afraid. Yes. Because gonna that's going to, that's going to like carve you to take on things head on, like no fear when you're trying to go out there and market yourself, when you're trying to go out there and like push yourself to be great. If you're not doing something that makes you afraid, you're not going to be pushing yourself a hundred percent. Yep. You're going to have that little standoffish. Like once you hit that, once you hit that boundary, once you hit that obstacle that makes you afraid, you're going to, everything's going to crumble. Right. So that's like, and it just ties back to everything Strength that we are talking zero. about is, you know, if you go after a goal and you don't achieve it, okay, look at it. What did I do wrong? And what can I do differently this time? That's the same thing on if you fail, okay, what did I do wrong? Then take it and look at it and say, okay, I'm going to take this and that and the other thing and apply it this time. Try it again. If you don't succeed that time, 
it's a literally a circle. But if you're gonna be perfect on the first try, you're doing something wrong, anyways, and mm-hmm. you're not gonna even know. Yeah. Or or you're gonna hit something somewhere like oh, yeah. that's just crazy. And everything's man. gonna crumble. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was doing like some like my coaching at the end at the beginning of uh, the month, and we were reading over this script. Like we read over this story like five different times, like this bit and this little little bit we were doing. And we did it like five different ways, like each with like a different feel. And dude, when I tell you, I was just like, like so just taken aback and just like so nervous, like doing it and just like very challenged. I was just like, this is a good coach because I'm kind of fucking freaking out right now. And I'm feeling super uncomfortable and like kind of self-conscious right now with like my performance and like how I'm doing this. And then I'm like, I'm also reanalyzing my creative process. Like, Ooh, this is like, you're going to be 10 (laughs) times stronger the next time that you do it, dude, because you, Mm -hmm. you faced it. You, you were nervous. And Mm -hmm. now next time, like you may still be nervous and you know, you may fail again, Mm -hmm. but it's just going to keep making you stronger so that you can perfect that. And then you're going to be good at it again. And it is like funny you say that because it pushes the ceiling. mm -hmm. Uh, I was looking afterwards and I was just like, wow, I got to do some like some reevaluating and then maybe I'm going to start looking at it like this a little bit. Next time that's like the middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, next time you're there and you're like, oh, I've been here before. Mm -hmm. Like that's fine. And then like the next thing is now the next floor that they built up, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. And all of a sudden it just like, doesn't seem like that mountain is so high anymore. Yeah, it, it won't seem so difficult next time mm-hmm. because you already faced it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Cool. So I think I want to kind of start capping us out here. Let's yeah. do it. Is capping us out. Is that like a normal phrase? I yeah. haven't heard it, but I like it because it, it, works. Out. it works. Putting, giving, it makes putting sense. A putting it. a cap on it. Yeah. 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 Capping yeah. us having in. A, having a cap. Capping this episode into that's, an episode. Popping a cap. Just popping a cap in Milford, <laughs> in Milford New Hampshire. Um, like the, the least cap popping place. There was someone that tried to break into that door right there. No. Are you he serious? He was super drunk. That's yeah. a lot. Oh, okay. He was drunk. Okay. I didn't oh, know yeah, if it was dude. malicious. 10 o'clock on like a Thursday night. Dude, he probably just, thought it was his house. It, honestly. <laughs> he, he thought that this was like the place he was supposed to crash at, clearly. And when I didn't let him in, he was like calling his friend. He's like, dude, get this clown out of my way so I can come in here. I'm like, dude, this is not your place. I, this is not the place <laughs> you're I'm crashing in. I'm not the person in. you're talking to right now. We're watching like fair. 13 reasons right in there right now. And <laughs> my wife is asleep. Like there's nothing. <laughs> this is like nothing yours. To be fair, the first time that I came here to like come do the first like. I was just like, I pulled into your neighbor's driveway and knocked on his fucking door. You're like an idiot. So like, I can only That's imagine. Why I texted you beforehand. I was like, I want to make sure this is the right. If house. I'm like 12 beers deep, I'm just like, this was sleep, dude. Like, <laughs> They're all just people shit. on the podcast, just wandering the neighborhood, Absolutely. crushing the neighborhood. I hope that doesn't down. happen. We're just doing nah. a podcast and we have some vagrant <laughs> drunk okay. slamming on the door. So I have my five questions that I ask everyone. Ask away. Number one, uh, and I'm like a broken record because we always get kind of this. We get this information throughout the episode, kind of like getting to know each guest, honestly. Yeah. But like, if you were to directly like boil it to one thing, would what made you make the decision to pursue, you know, starting your business or, or creating this world in a serious way where now it's not like, Oh yeah, I have this thing going on. It's like, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. This is me. Like, this is a big part of me. This yeah. is a direct thing that I work on daily. Um, honestly, 
the like, I think I was also talking about it beforehand is marketing honestly is the backbone to anything. It, whether it be a like whether it be a band, whether it be a brand, whether it be a business, if you're not marketing yourself correctly and marketing, you know, to the right people, trying to expand your market, right? Like everything boils down to it. Everything. Like so that I just kind of base everything that I do around that and trying to better that because if you're like if you're not marketing yourself, like no one's going to know who you are. Everything <laughs> is selling, dude. Exactly. You're either selling or you're being sold. Yes. That's life. that 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 is it right there. When you walk out the Which door. It sounds yeah. like shitty, but at the same time it's like is it is it really like that bad? Like, dude, when you're in a is it I don't that know, bad man? that's something that you're not really like super adept at? You you go to a restaurant to pay for convenience for. Yeah, you go to a restaurant. They're going to tell you what the meal of the day is because they're trying to sell or they're trying to sell themselves. That's their best dish. And right, also cool. because that dish is probably wicked fucking good. Yeah. It's like, it's exactly. not this like, best I dish, can't wait so. to dupe this person with this piece of no, shit. No, it was like, we, get them with that raw we want right you to there. come back and this is our best dish. So you like, I recommend this dish mm-hmm. or you go to, um, a convenience store, you know, there are, the candy is right when you're at the, mm-hmm. at the front desk, at the mm-hmm. cash out impulsing mm-hmm. because, like those are sweet. Everyone likes those. So you get there and you're just like, oh, that actually looks really good. Let me add that there. Mm. You go to a cell phone store and they're going to be just like, hey, like, you know, this accessory is going to go really great with your phone because they like everything is being sold mm. and you're you're that person if you're out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Even like I think of just like you as a person, mm. like ultimately, I feel like we all make the decisions of like if I work with this person, it would affect me in this way. Mm. Or if I go to this thing in my PJs, maybe that viewpoint on me, like perceptions, reality. So exactly how you were perceived in that moment to that one person, if you don't see him again to make a different impression, to meld those impressions together, Mm -hmm. then you're that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything (laughs) you're selling who you are. If you show up, if you show up uh, in pajamas one day and then show up in a nice suit and it's like, okay, this person, you know, if Ryan goes out and he buys his taco shirt from TJ Maxx, I'm fucking happy, dude. I'm really happy. (laughs) He sold me. He sold me that he's worth having on season two of the podcast. That oh, I can't go without him because the taco shirt. Right. But, <laughs> but way Pelican to shirt. Ta- way to go. Pelican shirt heard those chances, dude. You're kind of a wash right now. You're honestly. Did you just say <laughs> that I lost my chance to do season two because of my Pelican shirt? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take that one back and just have another go with that. Eh? Rewind. <laughs> season two. Ryan Kerrigan's no longer my co-host. He's actually my enemy. He's on the Shwaking Up from Schwerk podcast. Yes. Starring Ryan Kerrigan. Ryan Damn it. The rule of threes. In the- <laughs> Ooh, the rule of threes. Don't even get me started on that, man. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, what is two. the biggest mistake that you've ever made in the process? And I know that mistakes are good, but exactly. like, if, you, if you're looking back at it mm-hmm. and you're like, that is the one thing that, like, like, when I tell other people, I'm like, hey, I would take a pass on that one mm-hmm. or decrease the severity of or it. Or maybe, like, yeah. I'm glad I learned that lesson. Just not in the way that I learned it. Oh man. Along so, the way. My biggest mistake was probably, um, all right. My, my second to last job that I had, um, I was in publishing and everything sounded so great. 
Like there didn't seem to be anything bad about this job. So obviously being an entrepreneur, you take risks because it could ha- have an, an amazing outcome. Everything that I'm being told with this job could be amazing and it could be a hundred percent true. But at the same time, pretty much what they needed me to do is they needed me to fly out to Milwaukee and I was supposed to purchase the ticket and the hotel and everything myself. Um, and that was how I'm going to learn how to do this job and how to, uh, it was, it was publishing my own magazine. So I had to learn like the process of selling the magazine, the process of like, you know, how to use these tools and everything. So <laughs> I had to fly myself out and everything. And I took the chance, of course, being an entrepreneur, take risks, take chances. Yep. But you have to have that evaluation of, is everything sounding too good to be true? Yeah. Because it 100% did. I didn't make a goddamn cent off of this this endeavor. (laughs) And I was $700 into the hole. And let me tell you, that was the first time I ever traveled alone. That was the first time I ever... Um, oh, dude, I can uh, taste the sour. It, it, was, it, was, the, it was the right first now. time I ever traveled alone, the first time I ever traveled for business. And I was super nervous and I forgot my wallet oh, on my bedside table. Yeah. And I, oh, I just. Dude, I'm actually losing my mind. Right Apple now. wallet is a great thing, but it's only a great thing when you actually have the correct card oh. on Apple wallet. I just switched banks. <laughs> So I only had my credit card that had maybe a hundred dollars left on it. Dude, the universe was trying to tell you, don't go to Milwaukee. Seriously. This is too Seriously. good to be true. Don't fucking go. <laughs> the, like, oh my God. It, 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 the more and more I tell the story, because like I tell the story a lot, it's hilarious. <laughs> it is, dude. It's, and it's like a great learning curve. Storm of just all Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, it yeah. also goes to show you how amazing people in the Midwest are to you. Because, so mind you, I had a hundred dollars. That was the only thing that was left on the one card, the correct card that I had on my Apple wallet at a hundred dollars to last me the three days that I was there and the Uber from the, uh, airport to the hotel. Cause I didn't have to worry about the hotel to the office because it was like a 15 minute walk. So I was like, screw it. I'll be good. But the Uber to the airport to the hotel was $45 alone. (laughs) So I used $45 out of the hundred. And then I was like, all right, I got lunch, but I'm going to need to get dinner. Um, Eating ramen noodles. Oh yeah. (laughs) And I, it was pouring rain outside and I'm, I, I I was like, I don't want to spend more money on an Uber because I don't know how much I'm going to need. And I, I was talking with this dude in the hotel for like a good 15 minutes and he saw that I was going the same way as him. And he's just like, do you want to, do you want to ride? Like I'm, I'm going that way anyways. And I can bring you to some food. Yes. He pays for my food. He yes. brings me back to the hotel and I, no one would offer you a ride in Boston like that. And you wouldn't no. want to take a ride from a stranger like that in Boston. But I was just like, screw it. Take chances. I'm very And this right guy now, seems so. super nice, but honestly, <laughs> it, it was it was a it was a wild ride, but oh yeah, no, don't like take chances, but be smart about them. Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur is all risks. about risks, all about taking chances, but be Mitigating. smart. Everything just seemed too great to be true. There was so much money to be it's made. It was, and it it was too good to be true. I'm sure that there are some successful people in that, but the way that they were talking about it, I I didn't think of the the bad and I didn't think of the risk and I didn't think of like the the negative outcome of it. I was just like, there looks like there's so much money to be made in this. And I just went for it without calculating the, uh, 
the mistakes and the 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 risk of that. <laughs> that the risk awesome. was going to outweigh the uh, the the oh, positive. That's, that's a good one. Outcome. Oh yeah. yeah, I like it. I want to tone that one down from like a solid nine that it was. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn that lesson at like a five. <laughs> All right. So uh, on the flip side. And we'll see if we get a story like that on this, but <laughs> what would you say in the process is the best idea that you've ever had conceptually, conceptually, or in any, in any facet, what's the best idea you've come up with? The best idea I came up with was honestly the, uh, honestly what I'm doing right now is the, uh, as a business coach and life coach is because, um, you know, I, I've seen the bad, uh, in, you, like in basically anything, like I've seen, how a clothing brand can can flop and what's going to be the best way to to flip it how to start a business um i've been in bands since i was 14 and i've seen why those and have uh, have failed and what is going to make me succeed a band with this is band. a small business and i was just Dude, about to say that i was and a, and a relationship yeah. like you're dating them exactly. and also like your mom dad sister and brother it's it's the weirdest relationship Honestly, I've ever been in in my life. Yeah, I, it's so weird. And I I didn't think of it that way when I first started, and that was one of my biggest mistakes. Being in a band was not thinking of it as a business. Yep, you're marketing yourself. You are like appeasing to whoever your listeners are, mm-hmm. and whoever your listeners are going to be, and whoever is going to hate you guys. Right, and it's not um, why you do it. Like especially like for me and you, like playing hardcore or indie or whatever. It's yeah. obviously not like this thing where all of a sudden I'm getting paid out wads. Exactly. Here. But it's still like, if you want it to be any if type you of want force to, succeed, yeah. to drive, it, <laughs> to you have to think of it as a business. If you want to continue as a band or anything. Yeah. If you want to continue as a band, like you have to, you know, you have to market yourself as a business. Um, and there's just so many like different ways to help people. Everyone is different. And I've, I've definitely realized that every business is different. And um yeah sorry I was I, I'm holding this up as well just because like it's oh, it's I keep been that we're in the splitter and I'm <laughs> on this just like because I have ADD hands and I just have to do some shit of course all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's still but yeah cool. honestly the becoming a, a life and business coach was definitely like my greatest endeavor that I have going on right now because like there are just so many different ways you can help people and honestly just helping someone and watching that succeed and being a part of that process is so fulfilling. Like I love giving out. I love helping and you know, I feed off of other people's success. If I'm helping someone success and succeed and be like, and be more positive and light and be more organized and get a million dollar business going. And I was a part of that process. Like I succeeded myself. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I guess like either like mindset wise or specifically towards business. It doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. What is like a book that you'd recommend listeners? Ooh, all I'm, right. I'm creating a badass book list. I'll, I'll name Are it. You that, really? Dude. Yeah. Alliteration. Um, we, we asked just everybody. Oh man. I, w- oh, God, oh, there's oh, one it's always a stumper. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to have you move on to the next question because I'm going to have to <laughs> get, He's Googling it. I am. He's just What's Googling. Biz- no, I'm just kidding. That you tell me to read. Because my um, the first business that I helped, um, that I helped get successful. And the first, actually the person that told me that business coaching was my, 
was my passion, was that thing that caused that spark going off in my, in my head. Um, he to- he tells me to read this book all the time, and I've been picking it apart and like because it is such a great read, I and it. I I I go back to it constantly, but I don't watch it. Aha! Here it is: Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yes. <laughs> That's, that's I, I haven't, I haven't read it. it. I don't read it consecutively because it is such a great book, and I want to pick apart and be able to and take each each chapter and each piece that they talk about. But it it is so great, and he's read it a million times, and I'm I think I'm on like my fifth go at it. Cool. To take a look at that. So I, rich I've, dad, I've rich heard dad, about poor it dad. Read little pieces. Definitely a great. But I haven't read. read through that book, and I I know that it has to happen. Super so. great for Good entrepreneurs, call. someone that wants to start their own business, and just understanding, like finances, and understand how to be more financially savvy. Honestly, it's not even like being right. more, being more like flourishing financially or how to not little how to not be like terrible it's how to be financially savvy Mm -hmm. and i think that's the best way to put it i like it dude (laughs) it's intriguing me oh yeah have to take a look awesome um and then the last is just how do people stay in touch with you? Like Absolutely. When they when they hear this podcast, plug, plug, plug. So shameless Zach. plug. All no, right, dude. I'm about it. Zero shame. Let's um, go. Plug it up. So I am on. Uh, you can That's find nice. me on Facebook. Uh, just Zach Z A C H Brennan B R E N N A M. Uh, you can also find me Instagram is where I post the most and where I do all of my marketing on. Uh, and I'm the same at uh, Twitter. It's just at X. Zach Brennan, the same way. X. So X, Zach Brennan, X. Um, and uh, you can also find my music. Uh, Banshee Kid is one of them. And Northwoods is my full-time band that I sing in. Sick. Nice, dude. Cool, man. Um, cool with listeners to reach out and Absolutely. talk about all this stuff. If you need help organizing your life, how to start or how to better market your brand or business, um, or just want a better outcome and better mindset, uh, you can definitely reach out for the life coaching or for the business coaching. Do free consultations because I know it's scary to talk about that stuff. Yep. And uh, you know Especially you don't know if it's even it. going to help. Uh, so you know. Feel free, and I'm, and I, I will automatically admit I'm not licensed. I've just experienced it all, and I've done plenty of research on it. So, you know, I do the free consultation. It's just in case if it's for you, then awesome. You can keep work with me. If not, no worries. But now you have a little bit of insight on it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Hell yeah. Awesome. Well, so thank you, Zach, for being on the Waking Up from yeah, Work podcast. Man. Thank you guys for having me. This is fun. <laughs> oh yeah. It's um, just in general, thank you to all you that are listening to it, that are engaged. Um, at this point, you're on episode eight, so you've really gotten a good taste of what we're about. I would love to get your feedback because this first 10 episodes was launched in one way. So I really need that feedback, that cycle back to me as quick yep. as possible. So I, I want to hear the good. What do you like? The bad, the stuff that I need to stop doing. Um, and like what we just talked about right <laughs> now, I need mm-hmm. that feedback from you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so How I would super better? appreciate it. If you do like what you're hearing, if you find that it's helpful, that it's waking up, I'll stop the dad jokes, something <laughs> inside you. Um, I would really appreciate if you gave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're at. Tell your friends about it. 
Um, it's just going to make it so that we're able to impact more people if that's what we're doing. If we're not, then I'll scrap it and start over. It doesn't, mm-hmm. well, you know, but uh, in general, you know, hit us up at, um, you can find me on Instagram at Dave wake up, um, facebook.com slash waking up from work.com facebook.com slash waking up from work <laughs> waking up from work.com wake up from work podcast at gmail.com or Ew. our cell is 978-925-7402 if you want to call or text me um i don't sleep a lot so hours are cool i'm on eastern time though all right um and let us know if you want anybody on Yes. Anybody that we can reach out to and talk to. Anybody who you'd like to see on. We're not cool enough to know everyone. It's true. We need more cool people. Yeah, it like ended to. with Zach, dude. I don't have any other. Oh, I'm, no, well, I'm, I'm taking care of it. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Hey, oh, there we go. I'm pulling, the, I'm pulling the strings, dude. I'm networking. Awesome, guys. Happy hustling. We'll see you next time. Take care, guys. Thank you.